Take one. Take one. <laughs> they don't need to know. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Midwest Perspective. Uh, once again, I am joined by Tyler Tabbitt. Uh, this is part two of the Tabbitt series. I'm your host, Dan Bognar. Let's get into it, man. <laughs> right Coronavirus on your mind, huh? Coronavirus is on my mind. Seems to be on everybody's mind. Seems to be a pandemic uh, happening right now that people are freaking the fuck out about. <laughs> Yo, and I don't realize, or I never realized that uh, pandemic was worse than epidemic. I thought it was the other way around. So I don't even know what are they. Like what, what a pandemic? What, yeah, what what defines a, a pandemic versus an epidemic versus a pandemic affects uh, countrywide. Mm. So it's like countries are experiencing epidemic is uh, localized, more isolated. Yeah, gotcha. So I didn't know if pandemic um, was based off of the continents, and that all well six out of the seven continents in the world now have coronavirus. Um, so I didn't know if it was like that way that oh all of a sudden it amplifies to. A pandemic versus, you know, something else or right. what. I remember back in the day there was a game, I think you could still play it, where, like, you created a virus or a, oh, uh, a bacteria and tried to, like, spread it to the world. <laughs> used to play that all the time. The goal is to get the airborne, like, power up, and then you got to get the, the rats and the bugs. Take over the whole world. Take could never over. get Madagascar, though, so I guess... Mm. If you're in Madagascar, you might be safe from coronavirus. Might be safe. But I don't know. I feel like that's a pretty third world place. Madagascar? Is it? I don't know, actually. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> no, they have lemurs. thought that's, you had more uh, knowledge about on the fact than me. <laughs> I just know there's some animated movies uh, called Madagascar, and that's about the extent of my knowledge about mm -hmm. the place. Coronavirus. coronavirus. What are you doing to save yourself from doomsday right now? What am I uh, doing? What happens when you get the sniffles? I <laughs> thankfully live with a nurse that um, has stocked up on a lot of antibiotics, and I feel like I'm in I'm in good hands. Hmm. And what's your address again? Uh, address <laughs> is on River Lane in Germantown. Uh, <laughs> River Lane. Okay. Interesting. I don't know, man. I told you earlier that I think. Uh, What's scarier than, you know, this flu going around is just the fact that people are getting scared about it. Hysteria, man. It you is. Know. It does seem like a lot of hysteria. And I just don't understand. I mean, I, I guess I do understand the, the stockpiling of goods for sure. Um, yeah, but toilet but, paper? I mean, they're stockpiling like it's the end of the world. Yeah, you can wash your asshole out in water. <laughs> yeah. Why do you need to stock up? Like, there's some Debbie somewhere right now sitting in her room Debbie. <laughs> with, with just pallets of toilet paper and Diet Coke and little Debbie cakes. <laughs> True. And meanwhile, normal people are just like, dude, I just need some toilet paper. What the fuck? Right, right. And that's, I mean, it's weird, though, because Missy and I, on, I think it was Wednesday night, um, yeah, it was the night that all the sports got, like, canceled. The NBA was canceled. That's a big deal, though. NHL, well, they're not canceled. They're just postponed. 
or they're taking like a, a suspension, a hiatus, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, um, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, we were at uh, China Kitchen in Germantown with my parents just eating. Don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> that place is bomb. <laughs> I, if that's where I'm contracting the virus, so you be me- it. <laughs> You mentioned ground zero. China. China. Thanks, China. But uh, yeah, afterwards we went to just pick and save right up the road here and there was definitely you could you could tell the preppers uh there is you know guys with a cart full of macaroni and cheese don't give me that look (laughs) and ramen noodles and everything um but as far as like toilet paper and like cleaning products went it was actually pretty well stocked i don't know if we just came at the right time where they had restocked or the uh People are just gross. The craziness, <laughs> yeah, right. The craziness hadn't hadn't reached this these parts of towns, but yeah, we were able to go all around and grabbed everything we needed, and good to go. Got toilet paper. Good to go there. Got some extra. What's your address again? Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, fifty bucks a roll if you need toilet paper. Um, no low ballers. He knows what he's got. <laughs> it's that triple ply. <laughs> but. That always reminds me of a joke. There's a joke that's like, when in school did we learn uh, toilet paper math? Because, <laughs> like, on the labels, it'll say, like, 12 rolls equals 48 <laughs> rolls. And it's like, wait a minute. No, it doesn't. Oh, it's it's four-ply. That doesn't make it more rolls. <laughs> Just makes it a bigger waste. So, yeah, exactly. You got and then you double wad. it up, and you're practically wiping your ass with a sheet of plywood. <laughs> All of a sudden, you got a tree growing in your bathroom. <laughs> I'm I'm investing in the bidet. I That's think. The way uh, to go. Yeah, it's the French run or something, right? I think and they were. you're not cutting down trees. So in the long run, I'm just being eco-friendly, right? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the hygiene fact. Have you ever used a bidet? I've never used a bidet, dude. You got to get on the bidet game, especially if it's heated. Because you don't think about that. The warm water, the first time I used one, I didn't realize that there was a temperature control on it. Oh, dang. Yeah, so, you know, I just got, like, middle school bubbler water shot straight up the butt. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. I mean, I guess I didn't, yeah, think about that. Yeah. I guess you would want it, you know, kind of lukewarm. Hell, yeah. You ever take a fucking cold shower? Yeah, it's horrible. Depending. Depending. But, yeah. (laughs) Dang. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, Missy and I are redoing our our bathroom right now. We might need to invest. <laughs> Dude, there you go. So we do need to to get a new toilet. That's a solid game plan. Get I mean, one with the built in, because the ones I'm looking at are just like these the ring uh, that sits on top. Essentially, that's mm. why I got to run it by my landlord first. Mm. Yeah, it's like uh, where does it draw the water from? It looks like it hooks straight up to the plumbing, but mm. I I don't know. I got to watch a YouTube video. I didn't have time in school and. Honestly, that's not something I want to look up in public because... No? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> what are you looking at? I don't know how a bidet how works. I using... Yeah. <laughs> okay, fucking weirdo. Yeah, probably not. So that one's going to be... That one's going to be cold. Or is there temperature controls? Oh, there's temperature controls. Really? Dude, I was on a website. Hello, like HelloTushy.com. My buddy Colin. HelloTushy.com. Yeah, he's the one that put the bidet bug in my ear. And I was like, dude, that's like perfect. Fuck trying to scrounge for toilet paper because people are nuts. True. Best 60 bucks you'll ever spend in your life. Yeah, HelloTushy.com. You can pay for the uh, the temperature-controlled bidet. 
weird. Is right? it like battery operated or is it plug in? I like, couldn't watch a warm? video, dude. I was in public. <laughs> Dang. And plus, right. like, got that tablet that's practically a movie screen compared to trying to watch a video on your phone. <laughs> True. Yeah. So True. everybody's like looking over your shoulder. True. I don't know. I think you might be onto something there. Right. You, you let me know how it works. Uh, I can't take full credit. I, I I did get the idea from a friend. Fair enough. But I think I think we invest in bidets. How much are they? Sixty to eighty bucks for a nice one. Otherwise, there's like you can go on Amazon, man. Fifteen bucks. Dang. Yeah. Interesting. Do that. Well, you still need to like. I mean, like dry. <laughs> yeah, but it's like when you use one, it's like you're getting out of the shower, man. Hmm. I you guess. know, you <laughs> you dry dry your asshole, and by the morning your towel forgets. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I'm skeptical. You're gonna have to let me know how it works. Well, maybe you're not doing a thorough job when you're. Uh, I do a great. In job. your morning, my job is there, Mister Bogner. Oh, it's. Trust me, <laughs> I'm doing all right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is. I mean, it is kind of scary out there. Um, supposedly and as of today at least and the time of us recording uh donald trump just said it's a national emergency i was watching the uh the press conference a little bit while i was at work um it was funny literally like all my co-workers had it just like in the background or whatever listening to it and it was interesting i guess they're investing a lot of money into companies which i thought was a an interesting way to do it but i guess they have to like companies um, that what for like medical companies or like well like medical charmin's about to get a big boost or what medical companies um walmart walgreens they actually want to have like drive up tests oh dude that's good news which like yeah if i mean if the the ecosystem is there and they're able to do it by all means um we'll see what that actually looks like i know they were developing a website as well because obviously they don't not everybody needs to be tested like if you're showing symptoms of it then yeah get tested um yeah just like herpes right (laughs) i guess (laughs) it burns when you pee man go to the doctor (laughs) but like yeah they didn't want everybody um and their mother going and like getting tested when they don't need to just because resources are kind of sparse sure um but yeah they wanted to do drive up testing which i don't know what this test entails if you have to give blood or saliva or i have no idea but um yeah i know they're developing a website as well that (laughs) this lady showed a uh a a diagram of like how the website's gonna work and it's literally just like yes or no answers and it just goes like, are you showing these symptoms? Yes. All right. Continue to the next page. No. Well, you don't have it. <laughs> oh, no shit. And like keeps going down and down and down. And we'll see what that looks like. But I mean, just the way that Donald Trump talks. Oh, my God. I, I forget what he said. Um, it was two words. Oh, yeah. He said uh, national um, disaster or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, he paused. He's just like, two big words. Oh shit! <laughs> two powerful words. I was just like, "Oh Lord Almighty!" And like, if national and disaster are big words, <laughs> it made me take a second. I was just like, "Hold on a second. 
I bet you All that right. dude's autocorrect is just on fire when he's sending those <laughs> tweets out. If that's actually him sending them. Right. But which, <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, I, I think it is. Um, working tenfold to correct all those big words. Right. Which I got to say, um, I kind of like that he tweets. And I kind of like that it's... Why is that? You're the first person well, that I've heard say that. I like that it's raw. And what I mean by that is that it is literally him talking to the people. There's not a team of people. Well, there might be. I have no idea. But at least it seems that there's not like a team of people who are, you know, checking what he's saying or like autocorrecting in what he's saying. I know. Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. He was saying the Kansas City Chiefs, like, congrats on winning the Super Bowl. And he got the state that they're from wrong. Oh, no shit. He said, um, Kansas. Kansas versus <laughs> Missouri. Yeah. And he's like, great win for the state of Kansas instead of Missouri. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just something that. I well, at know. least he I showed he cared. I mean, you know, he shows he, he cares, but. If, you might it, not know football, but yeah, good job winning the Super Bowl. Well, that and I mean, I, I kind of like it in the sense that it feels like, I mean, this is just kind of him. He's talking to the people in that manner. Um, you know, there's not somebody writing scripts for him or, or anything like that. And I mean, I respect it. Maybe he doesn't say the, the right things all the time, but I mean, I respect it in the sense that, yeah, he seems like he's kind of talking right to you or right to the people right? in that regards. But yeah, it's uh, definitely, it's definitely the, the veil is removed. You right. know, you, you're kind of looking behind the curtain when you read his tweets. And especially, like, I'm kind of getting excited for the election just because you know that that shit's going to ramp up. True. You know? True. It's just going to be more ridiculous tweets and everybody else going to go nuts. Just a 2020, man. Let's bring it in. It's, we are just knocking the door down now. That's going to be an interesting election. That's for sure. Um, I know... Well, at least it seems that the Democratic nominee is going to be Joe Biden. I'm not sure if Bernie's going to going to be able to pull through. Um, and we'll see. Yeah, Biden versus Trump. And unfortunately, I think Trump's taking it. <laughs> you know, but between those two, man, Joe Biden gives me like a, a free candy kind of vibe. So it creeps me out. At least we know what we got with Trump. But yeah, something about the way he moves is very <laughs> suspicious <laughs> i don't know shit about politics man this is the most information i've gotten on politics in a while so i'm not all into politics myself to be honest with you and i think we talked about this before at least with like the the national election honestly um and i'll go on record by saying this i have not voted for a single president oh really since i've been able to yeah. I voted last election, but that would be the first time, I think, really? that I would be able to. I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> but, I yeah, personally... I voted last election, but I voted third party. It was like a throwaway, so. Sure. And even last election between Hillary and Trump, I mean, even if I would have voted, it would not have been for either of them. Right. Um, I really didn't think that, you know, either of them was a the best candidate to be honest with you. And so, yeah, that's kind of the reasoning behind why, why I haven't voted. Um, might vote in this election. We'll see. But 
Um, yeah, I know we were talking about it before is that local elections are actually a hell of a lot more important. Oh, sure. Cause you can that, actually feel those. Right. I've voted in a bunch of local elections. Right. And that's a question I always ask people, you know, no matter who you vote for is, you know, how drastically has your life changed? Right. That Donald Trump is our president. Me personally, not that much well, at de- all. <laughs> depends on what you spend your free time doing. Cause we had this dude at work, uh, he doesn't work with us anymore, but uh, as soon as tax season came around, he was, oh, you see what Donald Trump did for you? Do you see this? You see that? He, mm-hmm. But he was also like, uh, you know, with like tax breaks and whatnot, he was the kind of guy that would be adding up how much taxes were getting taken out of his check every time he got paid. Sure. You know, I'm paying attention to that. I don't really pay attention to that. I'm bachelor life all day yeah i know what money i make and i use it you know that's it right but you know like if that were your thing you know i can see where that would matter you know if you you got i think he had a family of four Dang. or something family of five but yeah so maybe maybe it does matter and we're just ignorant to the fact because right i don't know man i feel right. like i'm living a pretty decent life you know i feel like we're all doing pretty okay hell yeah <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's why, I mean, no matter who our president is, I, I really don't think life is going to change all that drastically. Um, however, I will say that if Bernie were to get elected and if he is able to enact a lot of the things Free that money he's talking about. From your paycheck. Um, <laughs> then I think you might feel some of that. Um, whether it be good or bad, I really yeah. don't know what all that looks like or how he's getting all this money or where it's coming from or whatever. But he's kind of been one of the more, I want to call it radical, but more outside-the-box thinkers. And Two um, elections ago, yeah. you're talking radical. Ron Paul, I think it was Ron Paul, talking about legalizing all uh, victimless crimes. I don't know. I loved watching him debate. That was a long time ago. I, I don't know, probably 10 years ago. Hmm. Would that be eight years ago? Yeah. How do politics work? But yeah, no, Ron Paul talking about legalizing all victimless crimes and taxing the shit out of victimless crimes. So, you know, any drug you want to use, any uh, solicitation, prostitution, anything that is a contracted, you know, or like contracted, a uh, a crime, you know, like you're not burglarizing somebody's house or you're not, right. you know, trying to steal something from a store or wreck a business or anything like that. Sure. I don't know. I always thought that was super cool because in one of his debates, he, uh, what was it? He mentions like, if I legalized heroin tomorrow, how many of you would go out and start using heroin? You know, probably yeah. not a whole lot. Yeah. You know, probably just the addicts. And then if we tax the shit out of it, well, yeah, sure. Daddy works at the black tar heroin factory up in, you know, <laughs> Madison wherever, or wherever yeah. the fuck it would be. <laughs> I don't know. And then and then you could set up treatment facilities and help them. I don't know. That's like that Switzerland stuff where they have like the needle disposal boxes and they like regulate it and yeah, try right. to maintain. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a drug addict, you're gonna be a drug ad- drug addict. If you're right. gonna you know choose not to be, well then go be a part of society. But right. at least we don't have you know like uh, in Washington. Dude, there were parks where, like, you'd go, like, 
in some of the more shady areas because, you know, we'd go to smoke some weed behind, you know, whatever. Sure. And uh, just needles on the fucking ground. Just, Dang. like, vagrancy. It Dang. really, really, like, weird to see. And kind of gross because, you know, Washington was so beautiful. You know, like Seattle. Right. Littered with needles. Dang. So, wow. Yeah, if we could do something to, like, allow people to be who they want to be or what they want to be, I guess. Like, sure. you know, that life's not for you or me, obviously. Right. But, yeah. yeah at least but also a, maybe even a, a safe place for them to do it. Yeah. And make sure they, you know, if that is their choice, at least provide them with clean needles Shit, or regulate it. Whatever. Give them, give them yeah. a dose so they can go to work. Right. You know, I don't know. Right. And, I mean... Even just cutting down on, like, sharing of needles or... Oh, yeah. That whole world is unknown to me, but (laughs) at least that's what I learned in school that, like, yeah, you know, they'll share a needle and they'll show a picture of a needle that's been used once versus one that's been used twice versus one that's been used five times. And it just degrades and degrades and degrades and picks up all sorts of bacteria. My buddy's mom works uh, at a pharmacy... And she says, like, like I didn't know even where you buy needles, but apparently you go to a Definitely. pharmacy and you can purchase them. And uh, she was like, we can't refuse people who come in. Like, clearly they're going to go use these to get high or get their fix. Sure. Like, legally you can't. Like, they have money. We, we give them to them and they go do whatever they want with them. You know, it's kind of weird. Dang, I guess. I mean. But she said the number of people that come through that look, clearly like they're going to use them for drugs is outrageous so yeah i don't know that's kind of sad it is sad but i mean that's that's the lifestyles that that people choose again not the life for me um but i mean to your point at least you know if if those things were legal or whatever that's if there was some sort of safe haven where these people, while they're high as a kite and maybe even incoherent or whatever, yeah. aren't being a menace to society. You know, they're not on the corner of the street or falling asleep on the subway or even in public transit. Right. They're, you know, in a shelter or in a, you know, like a safe house where it's just like, yep, do your well, thing, like, ride your ride, and like, we'll make sure that you're all right. You know what I'd be interested to know, too, like, with victimless crime is, like, if prostitution were legalized, I'd be interested to know if rape cases went down. If it were legalized, like, you know, the prostitutes are checked, it's all regulated, they're safe, you know, like, if you want to do this as a, like, what the fuck is porn, you know? I mean, come on. You film it, and now suddenly it's okay. Right. You know, like, it would almost be like, better to not film it and have that just be like i don't know like a massage parlor only it's like a legitimate business you know like i don't know are rape cases lower are are women like respected more i don't know you know what i mean like yeah yeah kind of weird that's a a weird topic for sure um i know it's an uncomfortable one it's not, I mean, it definitely is an uncomfortable one um, to make it even more uncomfortable. Hit me. Because <laughs> we're going there. Um, Let's get uncomfortable. I think, I mean, I think I saw this on Joe Rogan's podcast and at least one of them and they were talking about this. Who's Joe that, Rogan? <laughs> um, some dude in California that I'm just going to 
be him in the Midwest. Oh, um, dude, right on. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, he was talking, or somebody on his podcast was talking about this, and they had said, well, if you want to do that, then, uh, you know, if you're going to allow people to to get off, per se, um, and do it legally and kind of more controlled, then would you provide pedophiles with little dolls that look like little kids? Ooh, that is uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. And that's, I don't that's know. That's weird. Made me kind so of you're talking like the sex doll charm. industry like yeah. starts making. Yeah. Holy fuck, that's weird. Where, hey, you know what? Whatever you want to do behind closed doors, that's your thing. Whatever you're into. Um, you know, you know people what? have all sorts of fetishes or whatever. I'll say go for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's fucking nuts. Right. But yeah, whatever. Don't touch my kid. If you want to go play with dolls, in quotation marks. Right. You if know, that's like, gonna yeah. Solve your fix or whatever. Yeah, sure. If that's going to stop, like, you know, some peeping Tom from stealing somebody's daughter off the street or abducting Jimmy at the park. Yeah. Then yeah, go for it. But I don't want to know about it. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking. That's weird. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, Nymphomania, Nymphomania or Nympho 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 something? There's, I don't know. It's I can barely remember it, but it's some like movie about this chick who's she's a nymph, so she loves to get fucked, and she ends up working in some sort of like I want to say some sort of sex business where she's like a dominatrix hmm. and there's this dude and she realizes that the only thing that gets him off is kids and she ends up like sympathizing with him because he's never committed an act of like pedophilia he just lives his entire life like sexually frustrated and it's, I don't know, it's kind of like an artsy movie, so it's kind of weird. Sure. But it was a really interesting take, because as soon as I heard it, like, this dude's a pedophile, I was like, oh, you know, fuck that guy. Right. You know, but it was just like, it, it's an interesting take, because she ends up, like, sympathizing with him, because he chooses not to commit those crimes. So sure. maybe give that poor dude a rubber doll. But... Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. I'm not sure. And that's kind of the argument that that was had was that will that curb their appetite so to speak or feed the or, need or yeah dude that's exactly. weird and i can't put myself in that mind i don't have that yeah, imagine. exactly <laughs> exactly it's like Ugh, but you know that is kind of you know i don't know does, of that does porn really sure. curb your appetite porn's like eating saltine crackers for every meal it just kind of like Ugh, i'm not hungry but what did I do to myself? <laughs> or why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Is that a fair comparison? Uh, for some, sure. <laughs> yes, I think it is. Um, it curbs the appetite in the moment. We'll put it that way. <laughs> if you say so, bro. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, coronavirus. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <just> you. <kidding. laughs> I don't know, man. Don't sneeze on me and <laughs> don't lick door handles. Don't sneeze on people. Wash your hands. 
Just don't be gross. Don't touch your face. If I touch my beard, does that count as my face? You should probably shave your beard. I feel less safe. This is like a natural respirator, isn't it? Uh, no. Quite the opposite. Dude, you're getting this shit from Missy. Because she tried to tell me this one time. You're going to tell me that beards are as dirty as dogs' mouths or whatever. And I'm going to tell you right now, my dog licks my face all the time, so that's not true. <laughs> um... I don't know if your math adds up there, <laughs> uh, but yeah, hair is actually very gross. Um, so I have read and so I have heard there is a lot of oils that trap a lot of bacteria and not great. Also, if you do end up needing to wear some sort of mask, um, your hair will actually make little gaps where yeah. things can get in. That's actually really true. I always thought... In the military, you had to shave your face just so you looked like G.I. Joe or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they told us in boot camp after we did the gas chamber mm -hmm. that uh, the real reason was so that way your gas mask would seat properly. Yeah. Which is really funny because then they give people no shave chits. So, like, you know, if that dude doesn't shave his face because he gets razor bumps really bad or breaks out or whatever... Mm -hmm. What, if he's got to wear his gas mask in a time of crisis, we just say, well, fuck you, man. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? Get out the get out your knife. But yeah, that's definitely really true. Dang. Mm. So you've been in a gas chamber? Yeah, dude. Sketch. Tear gas. That? Fun. <laughs> Super fun. Like, pepper spray. I've been maced, tased, and the gas mask. So all, like, the basic riot control and i would happily stand and take a beanbag from a shotgun just to know what that feels like dang in a controlled environment sure like just because it's there's like a certain level of adrenaline beforehand but when uh so like they line you up in this auditorium mm -hmm. and you know they're distributing your masks as they walk down like the rows and they're giving you like this speech about how it's not the gas chamber it's the confidence chamber why is it the confidence chamber well you need to have confidence that that gas mask is going to save your life. So they make you wear it while they're giving you the speech. And I shit you not, I had like a mini panic attack while I was like sitting there just from like claustrophobia and you're looking around and you know, you're, I don't know, it's fucking boot camp, So everybody's sure. yelling sure. and shit like that. But I had like a mini panic attack wearing the gas mask for the first time. And I was so relieved. Like, I think it turned into like an adrenaline rush hmm. when we actually had to get up because they, they're showing you like a PowerPoint, a shitty PowerPoint yeah. of like where you're going to go, how they want you to line up and what you have to do, which you have to take your mask off when you're in there and you have to, uh, what was it? It was like your social security number, your rank, your rate, and you have to sound off like a slew of shit about you. Oh, dang. So that way, like you can, you, you're coherent yeah now if somebody fucks up stutters whatever okay we're gonna do this again from the top oh jesus yeah and you have to be in there while everybody recites all their stuff dang and uh yeah i was super like charged up when they uh they stood us up and we had to like file out and we all go into the chamber i can't remember it really wasn't that big you know it's a it's a concrete room right you know and they bring out these like pellets and they crush them like mortar, pest, pestle, pestle, mortar. Yeah. pestle, mortar. Yeah. And then they like, crush them up 
and you could see like the gas dispersed and you're wearing your, your gas mask when you're in there and they're all wearing it. And they're, I, I want to say there was like a one MC in there. For some reason, I remember we could hear what our orders were, do, were to do. Hmm. And, uh, maybe they weren't, maybe they were just sounding off yelling at us. But, uh, yeah, all of a sudden, like around your face just feels kind of like, I don't know, like, uh, like stinging nettles. Mm, like around sure. the seal of the gas mask yeah and you're breathing perfectly fine you're like oh that's all it is like that huh. in the entire time like they're starting to sound off yeah and then like as they go down the ranks because i'm i'm my last name's a t so i was at the back of the ranks because right. you line up alphabetically and uh yeah, as they're going down, like, and the guys are getting closer, you realize that you can hear people just coughing, spitting, just everything you don't want to do if you have the coronavirus yeah. and you're in a sealed room with somebody. Like, you, you can hear them struggling, and then kind of like your heart starts, like, beating again. And, uh, yeah, dude, as soon as you take that mask off, like, just you drool, you you tear up. Oh, it's super, like, all the your sinuses emptied Dang. like immediately and you have to sound off you know luckily uh i think only one person fucked up so we had to go back and do it but yeah the longer you stood in that stuff like the more obviously exposed you are to right. it and uh i remember by the time we got filed out like it was kind of dark like I, like it was fluorescent lighting and then you go into like a darker hallway and i remember like just grabbing the walls on my way out oh dang and like trying to guide myself like with the people in front of me while other people are like grabbing at you and it's kind of gross because they they cuss at you for <laughs> dropping any of your spit or your snot on the floor sure so the the thing the order is masks up cups up and by cups you know, I thought that they were going to give us a nice little styrofoam cup. <laughs> sure. No, it's your fucking hand that you you have to hold underneath your chin. Oh, dang. Yeah, while you're, like, sounding off. And then, like, so on the way out, like, you know, people are fucking grabbing you and shit like that. But yeah. I remember turning, like, the corner and seeing daylight. And that's where, like, they just let everybody, you know, all... I think it was... It had to be, like, group of 50 at a time. Maybe tw 25 at a time. But they let you go out there and just throw up or whatever. But I oh, remember man. like seeing the, the light at the end of the tunnel was like <laughs> daylight as you walk down this hallway outside Jeez. the gas chamber. I don't know. Like it honestly, like, wow, it was kind of fun and kind of cool because you know, like what that is now. Right. So it's, it's an exposure thing. So I don't know. Gas me, bitch. <laughs> you know, fair enough. Do you know what that substance was? It's just tear gas. Just tear gas. Yeah. So it's Dang. nothing. And nothing like, lethal, nothing crazy, but yeah. the whole thing is like you could be exposed to it. So, you know, obviously if you're exposed to anything else, it's probably, you know, against the rules of war or whatever, but right. But right. yeah, the gas chamber is super fun, getting maced, not fun at all. <laughs> Fuck that. Pepper spray will take me down. <laughs> straight to the eyes. Dude, can't throw a punch after pepper spray. Dang. You get maced, they want you to do like this uh this like running, I don't know. You have to do like this course. And one thing is kind of like a mock sparring with somebody. No, mm. not happening. Really? If you mace me, you can kick my ass all day. Really? Dude, immediately. Cause that stuff like burns. Whereas right. like tear gas is just kind of like, 
like stinging nettles, which if you spent any amount of time in the woods, yeah, you you know, if no, you stepped on a like... pricker bush when you were a kid, like right. you kind of can deal with that. But right. The, and then it's like just your normal bodily functions that you can't control. You're like, what the hell is going on? It's like disorientating. Huh. But like the mace, dude, just hurts. Just hurts like nobody's business. Dang. Because, yeah, I had a uh, a coworker of mine. He actually just left at the beginning of the year to um, actually join the Germantown police force. And uh, he had a video of him going through basic training or whatever training for the police sure. academy and getting pepper sprayed. And, yeah, he had to, like kind of like keep his cool and like protect his gun and like still be able to yell out orders oh and yeah like kind of control the situation be aggressive or assertive right right yeah. and i mean he did a great job at it you know and I'm, I'm not sure if there's different levels or tiers of no. pepper spray or mace or whatever but apparently everybody reacts to those things differently really um yeah because there was uh, actually the chick I bought my motorcycle off of. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had to get maced. And I saw the video of her doing it next to the video of somebody else doing it. And she handled it like a fucking champ, dude. Really? Like it was her job. Like she would, she'll kick your ass after getting maced. <laughs> and she Fair couldn't enough. have been taller than, you know, 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five, Damn. Maybe 110 pounds, 115 right. pounds. Like fucking light. Yeah, and then uh, there's also, like, I've read or heard or whatever somewhere, yeah. uh, like, cops, when they, like, tase people, mm-hmm. some people just keep walking at them. Like, they really? don't care. It's unaffected. Yeah. Wow. So, and same with, like, mace. And I guarantee those pepper balls ain't shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what those are like, but if anybody's got some, I'm down to go <laughs> try them out. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could do the mace. That sounds horrible. I'm just thinking I freaking tear up if somebody's cutting an onion in the other room. <laughs> so I think I got some sensitive eyeballs. Um, well, and they say that they're going to beam you in the forehead with it. Yeah. But nine times out of ten what happens is you just get it like right across the top of your eyebrows and it just runs into your face. Oh, dang. And it when it fills your pores, it just... Yeah. That like red, brown, rust colored yeah. spray that splatters everywhere. Yeah. Game over. But I've at least been, and I know it's probably not even comparable, uh, tased with a handheld taser. Like one of the, you know, little whatevers, self defense whatevers. Dude, a shock's a shock. I what? hate getting shocked. Really? Oh. I mean, the first time it's just like, whoa. But after that, it's just like, yeah, this isn't really like. Eh, not too much. I get mad every time, like, if I touch something, like, unplug a cord or whatever, and I get really? fucking shocked. Yeah. yeah. That's why I need to stop wearing socks in this house. It's all carpet. I just walk around. Every light uh, <laughs> switch I touch is just like, zzz, zzz. son of a bitch. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think I can do that. However, the um, the the things that they... They shoot at you, that they have the prongs that actually, like, stick in you and yeah. shock you. I think that's a whole nother story. I don't know. I feel like that would just, I'd be a sack of potatoes. So it's falling straight down if I got hit with one of those. I've had them both, man. Yeah. I've had the hand taser. The hand taser I did to myself. Yeah. A long time ago. Were you around for that? 
Was it at Luke's house? <laughs> yeah, was it at Luke's house? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I was grounded from my cell phone, so I decided <laughs> to get Snoopy, and when I was looking for my phone, I fucking found a taser, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I brought it to Luke's house. <laughs> First thing his mom said was, tase Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, when I got tased as well. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. I don't think it was that bad. I got tased in the arm, and then, yeah, I think I did it to myself a few times. Yeah. After a while, it was a little invigorating, not going to lie. Sticks and stones may break your bones, <laughs> but whips and chains excite you. <laughs> I felt like Bender. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Futurama. But, dang, I didn't know they, I guess... They would do all that in the military. Yeah. Like, you got to go through the gambit. It, dude, don't, well, I don't know, man. It's, I think some people go, again, that's like a mental thing. Because maybe me, I was so, like, busy trying to understand how it all worked or, like, why we were doing this or, like. Sure. I think I found more interest in it and told myself, like, millions of people have done this i don't know millions sure we'll say millions right. have done it and like you know so obviously i'm gonna be fine you know but there were guys like when our division started this is just boot camp who i remember by like i don't know i had a moment where i told myself like man what the hell did i sign up for like yeah this is weird you know like what am i doing here but I remember right around like week two or three, there was a guy who started complaining that his back hurt. Hmm. And till this day, I remember he like, he, well, number one, he didn't even finish boot camp, and then he didn't even leave ROTC until after like we graduated and were long gone. Oh, dang. Because what happened was he, he wanted a medical separation. He was pussing out. Dang. And... I don't know. We hadn't even started any of the physical stuff. So far, all we had done was stay up for three days straight and eat food and exist in sweatpants and get yelled at a lot. Like, dude, sure. it, like the first three weeks, they're just screaming at you. I remember, dude, when I got my hair cut, oh, my God. When they shave your head. So, like, I don't know. You remember doing the – everybody came over and, like, shaved all my hippie hair off? Um. Was that at your going away party? No, that no? was at my parents' house. I don't it, think it, it was like two or three weeks before the going mm. away party. I don't know. There's a picture somewhere, Conrad buzzing my head. Nice. And like you guys gave me like a fresh cut, you know, like, I don't know, I was reborn. Yeah. Boot camp, man, big. Really? And I remember looking at my ugly, fat fucking head <laughs> in the mirror and going, holy shit, that's what it looks like underneath that? <laughs> <laughs> That was some weird shit. Everybody Dang. walking around with their shitty, bicked heads. <laughs> and then it was like each haircut after that got like progressively like more and more appropriate right. up until you graduated. So it was like you were leveling up, you know? You're Dang. a fucking Pokemon when you're in boot camp. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I just, boot camp is like the most fun you never want to have again. Yeah. You know, but I can see where some people would go and they'd be like, oh, this is hell. But yeah. A lot of people, I think, who join the military have already been through hell, so... Sure. Sure. Yeah. Dang. Did they... I think I read this on Reddit, um, and I don't know if it was for the Marines or the Navy or whatever division or whatever, but 
they said, or they were asking about a certain pill that was like a certain color or something that they had to take. And they're asking like, what's that used for? And one of the replies, and I don't know if this is true or not, was that that pill was actually a sensor to gauge body heat. And that one of their, we'll call them trials, was to actually get like hypothermia or like be on the verge of hypothermia. And that was the um, officer's way to like kind of make sure you were safe. And like they'd warm you up a little bit just to make sure like you're not getting hypothermia. But you'd have to like sit in a super cold room up to that point just so you know what that feels like. Did you have to do any of that? No. That sounds like some... Special Forces shit? I don't know. I, I didn't have to do any of that, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I've told you this. The the story about the dude who, uh, when we were getting all our shots, hmm. uh, I, did I tell you about the peanut butter shot? Dude, I was actually oh, just thinking boy. about that today. Weirdly really? Yeah. The fucking peanut butter like, shot? uncomfortable at my car ride to work. Yeah, I was just like, ugh. I don't know why I was Dude. thinking about it, but yeah. yeah, that's just like a fat penicillin shot they put in your butt, Ugh. and that that one's weird too because they Still make you hold hands with a dude across the table from you, and they like they go they wipe your ass cheek with uh, like an alcohol swab, mm-hmm. and they tell you uh, this is the swab, and then they go this is the needle, and they tap the needle on your butt, and they go this is the shot. Dang. Yeah, and Ugh. what really sucks is there was some sort of like. Which I can't remember what it was that was going around, or if because I went in winter, we had to get get another peanut butter shot. So okay. I had it twice. Yeah, twice. yeah, and then anytime you catch an STD, that's like their go-to is like pump you full of penicillin or amoxicillin, whatever it is. Sure. And then uh, if you say you're allergic to or you are allergic to penicillin, they yeah. have an alternative, which is literally just a normal fucking shot. <laughs> so like. I don't understand why they can't just do that. Maybe there's a pricing thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe this is like part of what you have to do to become, I don't fucking know. But the day we got like went through all the shot gauntlet stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, After we got done with the peanut butter shot, they like sit us all down on essentially like a gymnasium floor right outside, like the shot office, if you will, or like the medical office. Yeah. There's just, that's the other weird thing. Like thinking back, which I haven't really thought about that in a while, but everywhere you went, there was always enough space to line like 300 guys up in formation. <laughs> like wherever you went, you were essentially just moving from gym to gym, sure. like high school gym to high school gym. Yeah. And it was just because like, they know they got to like hold bodies, you know? So yeah, there was always space. Huh. Like it's huge wherever so you big go. Bunkers wherever. Yeah. Yeah. The buildings. But, uh, yeah, so like they have you sit down, you got to sit down cross-legged and you just roll out your ass cheek cuz you have like a ping-pong ball of this penicillin underneath your skin. Oh, I'm about yeah. to throw up. <laughs> so you got to like work it in and uh then they came around with like little like like if you were to go to Arby's and they give you those little, little ketchup cups. cups. Yeah. yeah. They come around with this sauce cup and they tell you not to touch the pills that are inside. But just to put them in your mouth, and then I think we probably, oh, yeah, you have a canteen with you at all times. So, yeah, so you take your pills and don't touch them. Like, that was, like, the strict instruction was just throw them away, and then they come around with a garbage bag and collect the cups. And one fucking idiot, after they strictly said, we're going to bring these pills out, 
and like don't touch him. You Had know, to touch him. Fucking touched him, <laughs> and they shuttled his ass away, and we never saw him again. Oh shit! <laughs> so like, right? Isn't that fucking crazy? Like, that's my one like woo woo story from boot camp that yeah. still irks me, like weirds me out to this day. Is like, what was that? I don't even remember his name. <laughs> But yeah, I remember they shuttled his ass away and that was like the last you saw of Tom or whatever the fuck. Dang. Right? Sketch. So like that's kind of comparable to like, you know, that's why I wouldn't be surprised if they put a radio transmitter or a body monitor. But the one reason I know that they didn't is because uh, every day you were required to wear like they had a uniform of the day, Hmm. which because we were, I was there in March, uh, anytime it was a certain temp. You had to like wear certain uniform items. So, like, you have like your big Gore Tex parka and your parka liner. Well, dude, I think it was something stupid for like 20 degrees. They required that you wore like this huge parka, your scarf, the ski mask, leather gloves. And we're fucking marching around in this shit. And I can feel in my gloves just the fucking sweat. Like, in the fingers of the gloves, like, filling up. And all of a sudden, this big dude, I still remember his last name, Hammond, Mm -hmm. big dude, fucking passes out on us. Oh, dang. Yeah. Just overheating. (laughs) Over-fucking-heated, dude. Just marching around in 20 degrees with all this crap on. Dang. Yeah. Oh, I was so pissed. Like, that that turtleneck I'm always wearing, we had to fucking wear that. Yeah. Jeez. So... I don't know. They were definitely trying to prevent us from getting hypothermia. Right. But apparently they were counterproductive because instead (laughs) heat exhaustion in the middle of March. Overheated. Poor guy. (laughs) Dang. Yeah, that all just sounds horrible to me. (laughs) But like... I think I could make it through it, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, yeah. Because it's like on the verge of like, yeah, that's like a shitty experience. But at the same time, it's just like, it's more of a uncomfortable experience, it sounds like, than anything else. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't know about the gas chambers. That does not sound fun. <laughs> I don't know. It was fun for me. Fair it was enough. just interesting because, like, I don't know. I can remember myself going through the stages of fear, like I said, you know, and then all of a sudden now you're doing it. Right. You know, now this is, this is the gas chamber. And it was my buddy, uh, his name, Casey Stewart. Uh, it was his birthday on that day. And they asked who needs a little extra confidence. And this dude was always down to take a good ass whooping. Like he was such a snarky dude. (laughs) Only guy that got me in trouble in boot camp. Well, I got myself in trouble with him, but yeah, we got in trouble, and so we had to stand at parade rest together mm-hmm. in the middle of uh, the compartment. And for I think it was like for four hours, dude, and we were just standing there in parade rest. You're not allowed to talk. so like, And it's a very uncomfortable position yeah. to stand in. They would put you at parade rest as punishment all the fucking time. And yeah, we had to stand there for like four hours, like back to back at parade rest, and I just... Dude, we were fucking idiots. We just kept giggling like little girls and shit. But yeah, yeah, they asked who needs extra confidence and Stuart's hand fucking shoots straight up and he's got this dopey grin on his face. And yeah, so what that meant is, you know, him and a couple other people who they chose based on, they were all the weak links and then Stuart because it was his birthday and he's a moron. (laughs) And yeah, they crushed up more uh, of the tear gas, whatever capsules they were. And put them back through it. Oh, my gosh. So. 
That's hilarious. Gave him a double dose. So when I think of like boot camp and all of that, I always think of the, um, shoot, I just had the name of the movie and it's escaping me now. The Stanley Kubrick movie um, where, God, I might have to look this <laughs> up. I'm actually kicking myself that I can't remember this because it's an, a great movie. Um, let me see here. I think I know what you're talking about too. Not Full Metal Jacket. Oh, yeah, Duh. sure. Why could I not? think of that but yeah where they're i mean they're just getting chewed out 24 7 and like you either make it as a platoon or like nobody makes it and is that kind of similar that like no it's either you all do it or none of you do it and you no. gotta do it again and like sleeping in you know i don't know what the barracks look like or anything like that if it was just like cots all next to each other or bunk beds or or whatever um it's not uh it's not that intense. I guarantee like when my father went through boot camp it was that intense. Sure. But you are sleeping in one compartment. You do have bunk beds, racks, they're called coffin racks. So like the platform that the mattress is on lifts up and oh, yeah. you store all your uniform items in there. You have one drawer where dude, oh my god, the worst day in boot camp. So you have this one drawer on your rack, right? Mm-hmm. And I forgot what they call it, but it's like your personal shit, you know, like sure. letters you get from people, like stuff like that. And you're supposed to keep it locked at all time. You keep your money in there, prescriptions, if you're prescribed some. The Because as soon as everybody gets their fucking wisdom teeth pulled out, they get Vicodin while they're in boot camp. Because right. I'm pretty sure it's all like the, they use like, what, the new, uh, the new, I forgot what they're called. Corman. The new Corman are the ones pulling your teeth out there. So it's like good practice, you know, do it on the boots. Right. And uh, yeah, so you're supposed to keep like prescriptions in it and whatnot. And you're supposed to keep it locked at all times and you're not supposed to have food in there. Yeah. Well, one jackass left his unlocked and he had a bunch of granola bars from the galley in there. Oh my gosh. And so they came around and they collected in a garbage pan or garbage can everybody's lock. Oh, dang. And dumped them out on the floor and said, figure out which one's yours. You got 20 seconds, go. Figure wow. out which one's yours. You got 10 seconds, go. And that's like 85 padlocks yeah. keyed differently, you know. And obviously, like, it it didn't work out. Eventually, we started, the whole thing is like team building, I'm assuming. Sure. So eventually, it turned into like a chain gang where we just started handing locks yeah, out. And like, work, you try work, yours, you work. try yours. Yeah. You know, okay, you got your lock, get the fuck out of line, yeah. you know, but we could never meet the times, Dang. you know, so like that was a pain. I was so pissed. I was mad. I was like, why the fuck would you do this to us? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is painful. And then like, as you fucked up, you know, they ITU, yeah. push-ups, 10 counts, sit-ups, planks, air chairs. Dang. Fuck that shit. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of like fuckery, but there's also, there's a lot of downtime too. Really? Where like, well, not necessarily, I shouldn't call it downtime. Every Sunday was like your downtime. I think you got three hours to do whatever you want. Hmm. And by that, that means like in the compartment. So like write your letters, send them out in the mail, um, uh, work on like studying for the tests you have to take. Dang. So, cause there's tests like, like I advanced twice in boot camp just for 
being a good student. Being proficient. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah, but most of the time on those Sundays, I just went into the showers with a chair and sat down. <laughs> like, that was it, dude. Because <laughs> hey. a lot of days, like, you didn't get the shower longer than whatever seconds. Right. You know, and that was the other thing. You know, you got 80 guys, but you got 20 showers. So, like... What do you do? We got to come up with a system so that way nobody's actually doing the classic nut to butt bullshit in the <laughs> shower because that's weird. Yeah. You know, so yeah, there's some stuff that was a little bit like they definitely yell at you like that. I'll tell you that much. Really? Yeah, for sure. But as far as being like, like they can't hit you. I heard now they can't swear at you. Really? Yeah. They can't do anything that's. Like, you can technically tell them, like, I'm not doing this because I'm going to physically die, sure. you know, but sure. it's going to count against you and you're probably going to lose a career over it, but you can quit, you know? Yeah. They used to say that all the time. Like, there's the fucking door. Like, you don't want to be here? Okay, go, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Wake you up in the middle of the night, screaming at you. Sounds like we're getting soft. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. <laughs> that that would be like a legitimate thing. Well, like the fucking Air Force, I guess they get cell phones. Like they get to really? check their social media and shit. You know, like I'm so against that because part of that, like the isolation from everything is what really gets you focused, you know, because you can no outside distractions. It's me and how I'm going to get through this with these other 80 dudes, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't cry at my graduation, but I cried during our final, like, our battle stations. They keep you up, like, it's like the final test. So the Marines have the crucible. Sure. And that's, like, they're, the Marines supposedly still have a pretty badass boot camp. But I've heard mixed opinions, and I'm not dogging on Marines. You right. know, I, I respect all branches. Oh, yeah. You know, including the Air Force, and the Coast Guard's still badass. So, you know, but... Like the Marines, uh, or the Navy, I mean, uh, you do this battle stations thing. They got like a mock battleship. Dang. It's a destroyer. And uh, you they keep you up all night. They work you the shit out of you. This is just like in a harbor somewhere? No, there... it's in a, a building. Oh, really? Dude, it's so in a building. It's just on land, yeah. Yeah. You, okay. You're on land. You're just working in the ship, though, obviously. There's still water around it. And apparently, like, one thing that pissed me off is they used to actually do, like, uh, drills where you had to like deploy like lifeboats and shit or like life rafts and yeah. jump overboard jump yeah. and actually do that. You know, you still have to jump from like a 30 foot thing, but sure. that's even not that bad. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, battle stations, dude, they, you know, you start out at, it's supposed to simulate like a normal cruise and then some shit happens. Oh, dang. And you go through like these different, like, in each room or each compartment in the ship. Yeah. Like they tell you before you start your group of like six people, like what you're supposed to be doing, what you got to do, how you're going to be scored and graded. Yeah. And then uh, they say a scenario is going to happen. Sometimes they tell you what's going to happen. Sure. Sometimes they don't tell you until it happens. Yeah, all of a sudden so. there's alarms going off and yeah, you got to react. And the whole, <laughs> the whole ship shakes the whole time. It's, it was really, I give them props. Like, we all were making fun of it, but like in yeah. retrospect, that was actually pretty cool for like dealing with. That sounds pretty cool. Like a actually. stressful situation. Yeah. 
Like one of them, you actually have to like walk through, like it's supposed to be a compartment that was blown up. And this is the last station and you go through it and it's like a compartment that was hit by a missile strike. Yeah. And uh, you have to rescue bodies from there. And the freakiest part, I didn't expect it. I thought they were just going to be like just some fucking like CPR bodies, you know, just some mannequins. No, they're like gasping. And they're they're screaming and they're saying like help I'm over here. What, dude? Yeah, as soon as we walked into that room and they had I'm pretty sure there was like fire or the lighting. I can't remember. I remember there being like sparks going everywhere. But yeah, you have to find these people wow. and they're like they're as you pick them up, they're like gasping and bleeding and shit. And you're like, holy fuck, like, dang. Yeah, the the yelling and the oh I'm hurt. Oh fuck, I'm over here. Like weirdest shit ever that is traumatizing yeah and you have to like <laughs> safely escort them out of this wrecked hull yeah and like you have to demonstrate that you know how to carry a body upstairs and wow all sorts of yeah stuff under stress which you know like after being kept up and worked i remember dude i remember falling asleep in the kneeling position we had to all take a knee when we finished it mm-hmm and I remember falling asleep while they were like telling us like results. Yeah. And like Stuart was right next to me, like, hey, dude, you got to wake the fuck up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, my gosh. They're just but debriefing you and t- snoozing. <laughs> after that, they uh, they give you, you, you have a recruit ball cap the entire time you're there. And then they come around and they give you your Navy ball cap. And that's when I teared up when we were all standing outside the ship. Yeah. Yeah, and they they congratulate us and tell us we're all, you know, members of the United States Navy. We say the Sailor's Creed. Nice. So, that's way cool. That's yeah. way cool. I give them props. I think I think we're prepared. Where we where we aren't prepared would probably be like in the actual fleet, because I dude people get soft and lazy. Sure. You get used to it, you sure. know. But, dang. So how? I mean, in the uh, the actual ships that that you go on, are they pretty like technologically advanced? Because I know I had been on a it was like a decommissioned ship, and I forget where it was at. I want to say Baltimore for some reason. Really, but you got one in Baltimore? Maybe I was gonna it say wasn't San Baltimore. Diego. You ever been to San Diego? It wasn't on the West Coast. No, oh, I know okay. it was on the East Coast for sure. Hmm. Might have been. I want to say Baltimore, but yeah, it was like in the harbor of the ocean still. And they had tours going through and you could see, oh, this is where, you know, people sleep. This is where the mess hall is. This is where, you know, everything is. And it was pretty, just a bunch of solid steel. (laughs) There wasn't really any like amenities at all. It's a warship. And that's, I mean, it's. It's a warship. They're all solid steel. You're not going on a cruise, dude. Well, I understand that, but like, I mean, this one might have been from back in the day where like their beds were like just inch thick and like you're sleeping on top of people. Hey, sailor. Welcome to the Navy. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) Because, well, I think that comes from uh, spending. Sure. You know how much they spend to build those back in the day? You know, we got to keep them going. And if... If there's anything like super updated, the enlisted aren't going to know about it. Right. You know, there's probably clearances for be, yeah. stuff like that, but also, you know, it it's uh it's good enough. Like some of the planes we still use are from back in the Way day. Back then. You know. 
Dang. So, yeah, it's not like, I don't know, man, what do you want? Like Mickey Mouse and the Disney Cruise? <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking Where's about the water that, slide? Like, that, would, that I would want, but like, yeah, it really just seemed like, I don't know, it just seemed like real industrial. The ship it is, wasn't really like, is the Navy. The people on it are just there to make sure that the ship that can it's do running. its job, you know? Yeah. I guess and so. Everybody fits in. My my roommate in Lamore, California, used to always joke because he was a what the fuck was his rate? He was a PS PS three Clark. Um, I can't remember what the rate is, but he was a paper pusher. Yeah, you know, and uh, he he used to always laugh because he he was like, yeah, all I do is check people in and out, you know, but. At the same time, every time admin, which is where he worked, yeah. didn't do their job, you knew about it because you weren't getting your orders on time or you weren't you weren't told where you're going on time. You know, like yeah. uh, your medical records were never transferred to medical, you know, so you would have to go to admin and be like, hey, man, got to do your job. <laughs> yeah. But like uh, you think about that, you know, that's still part of it. They need to know who's accounted for. They're keeping track of people on bases or at commands. Yeah. You know, like me, all I did was troubleshoot equipment for uh, flight operations. Sure. So turn wrenches to make sure that they can service planes. And, you know, it was always a warheads on foreheads. We got to keep birds in the air. Yeah. You know, assholes and elbows. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy, cause yeah, I mean that it, it, it really is just one big cog. And oh, dude, it's a hive mind. Every it's single crazy. person is just a tooth on that cog. And you know what's even more disgusting? I think I'm always gonna miss it. Yeah, always. Like, I don't know. There's something that was super, super cool about it. That's, I mean, that's organization at its finest. That's Hell for yeah. sure. I don't know how they do that because, I mean, how many people were, were on a base? Oh, I don't know. A few thousand? I, I I would guess a couple thousand. A couple thousand people. And, I mean, I guess it's like teams you, of people or whatever, but, like, still. Well, you think about, like, in Norfolk, you have all branches stationed there. Yeah. You know, so that's got to be more. That's a city, you know. That's unbelievable. It's it's crazy. You got to keep track of everybody, make sure everybody's in doing the right thing. Oh, hell yeah. And in the right spot and that there's space for everybody to be doing those right things. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. You know, uh, did I ever tell you about like submarine guys? Mm-mm. Dude, they're the kookiest motherfuckers ever. They make a shit ton of money. Do If you're on a sub, you're making a lot of money. Sure. Just because of conditions of life. Yeah. But they, they have... Uh, they exist on a 18 hour day. So hmm. you work for 6 hours, you sleep for 6 hours and you stand watch for 6 hours or do some sort of uh collateral duty. Yeah. And uh then uh so 18 hour days, so you have to get adjusted to that and because of like space on a sub is everything so here's like you're like oh you know it was just a bunch of metal and no amenities well there there's no waste of space on a sub minimal amenities on everything because it's a warship it's its goal is to you know patrol or do whatever right you know so the space for amenities 
Like, you're not going to have your fucking foot massager, Danny. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> because we need to put some sort of radar equipment there, or that's right. that's plumbing, or whatever the fuck. You know, right. like, it. everything is all about going to war and minimal amenities for whoever's on it, which is what kind of makes it fun. But sub guys, they do hot racking, which is, so you go to bed for six hours, mm-hmm. you wake up, some other dude is assigned to your bed, and he comes and sleeps in in your bed while you're at work. And then you go to watch or you do whatever, eat. I don't know what the hell the the other six hours. But I remember being told that it was an 18-hour day in six-hour increments. Uh, Yeah, so you go do whatever the hell you want to do. And then two other guys have slept in your bed, and then you have to come back to that. Hop right back in. Do you know how nasty Uh, that is? I don't know. That's, yeah. Right? That's gross. That's crazy. Somebody was sweating all day. Guys on subs, man, they're a different breed. Jeez. Different breed. Ugh. No thanks. Yeah. And an 18-hour day, so. Damn. Maybe I'm soft. <laughs> <laughs> I could not do that. <laughs> do oh, mean? that sounds awful. Let somebody else sleep in your bed and, I don't know, you only have to work for six hours, so that's kind of nice, but. I guess. You're also only sleeping for six hours. Right. Right. That's nuts. I mean, being in a sub would be terrifying. It'd be cool for maybe the first, like, three hours. (laughs) Maybe you Until you realize, like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) This is all I got. (laughs) You're just pumping the same air through this place. What's going on here? (laughs) I can't see the sun. Hold on. Well, and then on top of it, like, I'm pretty sure subs, because they carry nukes, aren't allowed to dock in many harbors. Yeah. So, like, when you're on deployment, you're not going in crazy places. No. You know, so, I don't know, they rake in money. and Into the ocean, into yeah. the abyss. Yeah. Looking for blips on a radar. Or being a blip on a or radar. Or being a blip on a radar. Right? Yeah. That's trippy. Ugh. You imagine, like, I don't know what depth they go to, but if you get hit, just the pressure. Oh, God. Once you, once the water comes in, like, do you just implode? I wonder. Yeah. Like, does that just crush you? Yeah. Fucking crazy. So that you got to be ready crazy. for that. That's like Marines, man. They're ready to die at all times. They're fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I know... Um... At my work, actually, we just partnered with Tim Kennedy. Uh, he was a former UFC and a Green Beret. Yep. Yep. And talk about a badass dude. This dude is, I think he was a little shorter than me, to be honest with you, but just a ball of muscle. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't remember. He was saying some, like, dick jokes when he was talking to the company. It was hilarious. But, like, Seemed like a total like family man and everything. It was kind of cool, but you could tell there was a little something. I want to say not right, but he had a little crazy in him. Yeah, that's for sure. And like you could tell, he even said like open invitation. Like if you see him in the hallway, try to take me down. Oh Jesus! And like got a little twinkle in his eye, like ooh, I'm in danger, <laughs> kind of. You know what He's I mean? He's not in danger. He's definitely not in danger. Dude. He would whoop anybody's ass. Yeah. He'd whoop five people's ass at once. Are you kidding me? Trained to fight and trained to kill. Right. But 
I don't know. Just Has anybody way... tried yet? Um, not that I know of. No, but you're gonna be number he only, one. <laughs> he was only there for a few days. He he hasn't been back to the to the office. I was thinking about it just to see. Like, don't. I don't know. Well, do it. Yeah, go for it, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of get him. You're t- when he's walking down a hall. You're a tough guy. What? Just <laughs> yeah, man. Morning, Tim. <laughs> Straight to the gut. I'm just kidding. I would never do that. That'd be terrifying because I know I'd be on my ass getting an arm bar and no seconds flat. Hell yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he was actually a really cool dude. Um, got to talk to him for a little bit. And, yeah, he's like a total like family man. And, like, yeah, I got all these accolades and I'm a UFC fighter uh, or former UFC fighter and, like, all this stuff. And, like, he's a totally normal dude. I don't know. It was kind of weird. It was like this is not what I would expect a like Green Beret and a, a, a certified badass to just be like in every day. Well, there's still people. I know, but I mean, when I when I think of those types of people, and I mean, I always think of like Jocko Willink, for instance. Sure. Just some meatball of a dude who, sure, he is very inspirational and everything like that. I'll give it to him, but like I don't know, just tough as nails and manly man <laughs> i'm sure he's tough as nails and like tim i don't know he was just kind of he was chill i don't know it was kind of cool though but yeah speaking of ufc there's a big fight coming up um i want to say i don't know if it's this weekend or next weekend i should talk to zach zach miller he knows all sorts of ufc but i think it might be going over there to watch the fight I forget who's fighting, though. Hmm. But it is like a... I like the impromptu fight we got to watch last weekend. Yeah. That worked out really nice. That did. Those two women that fought. Holy yeah. cow. What a fight. That was absolutely unbelievable. That ch- I bet you her forehead is still the size of a basketball. I would like to see her now. Dude. Just to the death, all all five rounds, the entire time we're watching it, JJ's like, "It's not going another round. It's not going another round." I was I like, didn't "Dude, think it would." Girls are fierce, man. That the one girl who who got her ass beat. They both got their ass beats, but the one with the giant forehead. <laughs> I mean, if you look at a, a picture of before and after. Yeah. It's just like a whomp coming out of her forehead. That thing had a pulse, man. Oh, my gosh. And even in her, like, post-fight interview, she's trying to, like, hide it. And, oh, like, yeah. Cover it up. That poor girl. How embarrassing. Well, not, I mean, definitely embarrassing, but, like, yeah. Even Joe was just like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. She's just like, look at me. Dude. <laughs> I beat to a pulp. Literally. But yeah, I but looked that, it up. The fight that uh, that I was talking about is not till next month. April next 18th. month, April eighteenth. It's a far cry from Saturday, Danny. I know. I thought it was this month. I was wrong. Hmm. Yeah, it's that. Uh, I don't even know how to say this dude's name. Ferguson versus. Hit me. Nurm. <laughs> Sound it out. <laughs> yeah, you can look at it. I don't know shit about UFC, man. I just watch the fights whenever they're on. Oh, really? Oh. Why do I know who that is? Because he's a badass and he's a champ. 
don't know how to pronounce his name. It's a lot of letters ending in a V. <laughs> Narmagodov. <laughs> oh, boy. Zach, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I hope he, <laughs> I hope he calls me out on that shit. Yeah. I don't know. I have always liked watching UFC. And Steam. And even boxing and stuff. I don't know. It gets me amped. <laughs> it does. But, yeah, that actually did work out well with all the, the prelims and everything while we're playing games. Fuck that yeah. was a fun time. And that's what I, I don't know, that's kind of what I like like about the UFC is that their events literally will last all night long. They start at like 5 o'clock and won't get done till 1 in the morning. And it's constant, like, fight after fight after fight. And a lot of these people, like, I don't know, you just, like, pick a guy to root for and see if they win. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of a crazy sport. Like, two guys just go at it. No holds no old bar. No, thank you. I'd like to learn how to fight. Yeah. But I definitely wouldn't want to go into an octagon and get the shit kicked out of me because it's different breed of human than me. That's for sure. Yeah. That Way is different. For sure. <laughs> it would be cool to, yeah, take jujitsu or some sort of discipline. I know I actually work with a guy that is... And I'm, I don't know if he's got like a black belt or whatever it is um, in uh, um, Krav Maga. Is that like the super submission one where it's all about choking people out? I. Or is that a striking? I think Krav Maga is more submission where you are. I'm. Actually, I can't even speak to it. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, maybe that guy should go against Tim Kennedy. <laughs> of all the people that that might stand a chance, he might be the one. It might to be, be worth it. With the, yeah. See, then you just stand back and you you have everybody place bets. You're True. the you're the, the loan bookie. shark, the yeah. bookie. Yeah. True that. It's called a hustle. <laughs> it's like in uh, Snatch, the bookies. I love that movie. That's a wicked movie. All bets are off. That's a wicked movie, dude. What do you mean all bets are off? All, all bets, bets are, are off. off. <laughs> you like Dags? For real. I think the first time I watched that movie was actually in Conrad's basement. I think you might have been there. Was not there. No? Oh, man, I met up with you guys afterwards. Oh, yeah. We walked to Kinderberg to watch the, the lightning. Yeah, there was a wicked storm that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's go on top of a hill. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> it was off in the distance. It's fine. There were was... trees around us. They'll catch the lightning before we do. That's true. I remember, think there was heat lightning. People only that. get struck by lightning on the news. <laughs> Doesn't happen anywhere else. It's true. It's never going to be me. No, exactly. <laughs> That's why the coronavirus is nothing but fucking hype. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I keep hearing things about it, and I'm not worried about it by any means. Just wait till Missy gives you the red flag. That's, I hate to say, but that's kind of the one thing that I'm worried about, is that Missy works at a hospital and would be, I mean, she's on the front lines as far as 
Has she said like a lot of people have been coming in? Like, no, no, no. I don't think there's any in Milwaukee. Well, I would think just like people who, you know, cough once or twice and they're like, oh shit, I have it, you know. Right. And I also don't think they would be going to her floor. Oh, sure. Um, however, with this state of emergency that we're in, I don't know how hospitals and things are going to, if they even are going to change, um, as far as who can give care. And I know, I guess there's some like license rules with doctors in which they can only practice in the state that they have, they license in. That sounds Um, right. Which makes sense. (laughs) Right. And with the state of emergency, that's no longer the case. Uh, A doctor can practice anywhere. Yeah. And give treatment anywhere. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. That that they they're just like, hey, all hands on deck. That's what I'm saying. Like it's kind of I don't know. I I think that we're taking proper precautions as a country. I don't think we have that many cases of it and especially not that many people dying from it. However, that number does keep increasing every single day. Um what scares me the most about the whole coronavirus thing is it's hard to say if you, you can't really get an accurate count for one. Right. And also any sort of, you know, I trust the numbers that the United States is giving out, or at least I hope I would be able to trust them. Yeah. But you never know if those numbers are being fudged or even if, for instance, China, if they are not giving accurate numbers. So you think they're higher or lower then? I think they're higher. Okay. So you think that they're not giving us the full scoop on how many people are actually infected, which in the United States, that would make sense because we're not testing yet, right? Or that just started? Um, Because isn't that what there was a bunch of hype about was, oh, we uh, World Health Organization developed a test early on for it. 60 countries took it. The United States turned it down. I thought that that was a, a big hype. So yeah. if we're not testing, we don't know who's got it. Well, there was something that um, I'm not sure about that. But I know that the government had either developed their own testing kits or whatever and were sending them out. And they weren't being distributed fast enough. And it was kind of a a failure on the part of whatever company is you know, making these things or, or sending them out. Yeah. And that a lot of places just didn't have testing kits. There's literally, I want to say, um, the number was like, there's 23 kits for every like 8,000 people or even greater than that, which is, or maybe those numbers, maybe it was more, maybe it was like every 2 million people or something like that. It was, it was kind of a crazy number. Um, however, favorable ratio, not a favorable ratio. However, I did um, hear in the press conference today that I guess there's some new testing that's being done and research and development, and that I think there's like $3.5 trillion being pumped into this thing to like get things on the map and like have things developed like ASAP and send them out. And supposedly there's going to be testing, and like we were talking about before, the drive-up testing where I don't know what that all entails or what these tests look like, but 
spit in this cup. Hopefully, if it turns red, you're dead. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Go quarantine yourself. It'd be nice if it was that easy. For real. But supposedly there's actually a quick turnaround. I think that was the other thing is that um, the test kits that we had, it took a long time to see the results from them. Right. However, this new test kit or whatever, there's a very quick turnaround. Like I want to say like 12 to 18 hours versus like a few days. And you can do like masses of them all at once, not like... I saw in the news this morning they were able to do like I want to say thirty six a day. That was literally oh shit. It. Um, and again, I don't know all the science or anything behind it, um, or the chemistry behind it all, but me either. <laughs> yeah, it really did not seem like we were doing very good. I read so something about uh, a year and a half to two years was what they thought it would take to completely like stifle this thing but yeah. there again what if that's fudge numbers for whatever reason right you know right it's all a conspiracy to get toilet paper off the shelves <laughs> yeah people weren't buying enough so they made this whole thing up <laughs> i saw a picture the other day i think it was the uh it was a picture it said richest family in the world and it was the bears for Charmin. <laughs> oh yeah there you go <laughs> a little toilet piece paper pieces on their butts <laughs> that's good i was like that's pretty funny but i don't know it's i don't i don't think it's a conspiracy by any means i mean people are getting sick and dying that's for sure um i don't think it's a conspiracy either <laughs> however i mean it makes sense that this is happening but it's really not affecting kids which is a great thing and it's really not affecting young adults and people who are active and healthy um, it's more so affecting, unfortunately, the elderly and is getting passed very, very easily through them where, you know, if one person in an old people, old person's home gets this thing, they're all getting it. It spreads. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I read just last night too, cause I, I really didn't want to go to school today cause midterms, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe school will be closed down, you know? Spring breaks next week. You know, maybe you won't have to do that. But uh, Wisconsin was considering not closing schools solely because kids don't seem to be affected or they're not dying from it. But my first thought was kids are disgusting, especially young kids, you know, putting shit in their mouth. Like, you know, they got to touch everything, you know, lick stuff. I don't know. I used to lick windows when I was a kid for fun, you know, definitely. Yep, say something. I still do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got to know what it tastes like. (laughs) But like, yeah, so send your kids to school to a giant cesspool Petri dish mixture and then bring them back home and get get your parents sick. You know, like that didn't make sense. Right. But then now you got, you know, parents who have to, thank God I don't have kids, you know, who have to still go to work. Yeah. But you have, you know, if you have you got a high schooler well guess what that just means he's smoking pot and having fun more like <laughs> right. this is vacation for him right but like if you have a third grader yeah that's a different story you know you actually right. have to figure out how you're going to take care of him so what do you do send him to daycare right. okay so now daycares are going to probably close right you know yeah. so now what one one parent's got to stay home right well how does that work out you know that's a whole mess yeah but 
That's what, wow. I mean, my work is literally going through right now. Our HR department's trying to figure that out because we do have a lot of parents and a lot of parents of very young kids. Yeah. Um, like Bring them to work? Kindergarten to, you know, fourth grade. And, yeah, that's what they're trying to figure out is what do we do? Like, yeah, of course we're not going to have you. Like, if you can't work, you need to watch your kid. Like, that should not be a, you know, a mark on you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you should still be taken care of. Give them some sort of, like, uh, what is that, maternity leave? See, and that's you what, know. yeah, we're trying to figure out, yeah, short-term disability or even be able to work from home or... Do we just pay them or do you just take like sick time and we'll just wipe it or what that, you know, looks like. Um, And I'm not sure what they decided upon. There was a bunch of people (laughs) running around work today. It was kind of funny. Just like, yeah, HR manager and like all the C-level people and all the other managers and like, I don't know, everybody was running around looking like they had their, like a chicken with their head cut off, but maybe they got something figured out. Hopefully they do. And, yeah, that really is a cause for concern with, you know, moms and dads and people with little kids. And what I wonder, and especially with schools staying open, is that, and I don't know how how this virus works, if that's, for instance, a, a kid could contract it but not show symptoms, but they still have it, you know what I mean? Just be a carrier. And still be able to pass it along. Yeah. And what I also don't know is where this two weeks thing came from. <laughs> Why two weeks is the... Uh... Yeah, the incubation period. Like, is that just how long it, it stays in your body? Or... Almost like they're, they, they're self-quarantining, you know, kids. Right. Yeah. Which, I, I don't know. I just didn't understand that. I'm sure there's some scientific explanation for it, but... I don't know. Two weeks is just like, well, what if it's still in your system after that? Like, that's not going to kill it. Like, yeah. If everybody in America or whatever just stayed home for two weeks, are we going to see this thing go away? Right. Does that, I don't know. <laughs> does that allow it to stop spreading as fast? Is right. two weeks all you need to, right. to cure or treat or whatever right. these symptoms? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like two weeks is just kind of like, like, I don't know, man, two weeks. Yeah. Give them, give them a month away from school or two weeks or whatever the fuck. It'll be fine, and then bring them back. Yeah. You know, it's it's a longer spring break, right? So, right. And that's the other thing is, it, I'm interested to see, and I don't know how viruses work necessarily, but if this thing were to mutate, and hey, guess what? All these tests that we've been doing, oh. They don't show this mutated version of this virus. Zombies. Zombies. <laughs> Dude. Maybe. No. I don't know. I just want the looting to start. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> What's your address again? <laughs> don't worry about it. You got a nice supply, a triple ply over there. <laughs> it's only double. Don't listen to them, folks. But I don't know. It is a scary thing, especially because there's just so many variables and so many questions and there's people out there that joke about it and they're just like oh you know this is all a a joke and a ploy and yet they're still the ones to contract it and are the ones who are actually spreading it and uh, seriously everybody who's listening like don't be stupid about this like 
do your due diligence. Make sure that you are safe and healthy. And Steal your toilet paper and your hand sanitizer from work before they tell you not to come into work. <laughs> yeah, right. That way you don't have to go out to the store during your quarantine. True. Right? Work smarter, not harder. True. Go to Woodman's, go to their bathroom, steal all the oh, rolls. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not advocating that. Yeah, me neither. Good I'm idea. Here first. <laughs> but it's probably already being done. Oh, I guarantee it. They probably only have like a roll. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure Woodman's is the place where like they literally put like different brands of toilet paper for you to try and use. Dude, I told you earlier. And like 14 different rolls. I went to what? I went to Walmart on my way home today just to get groceries. And like everybody who was walking around with a six pack of Scott's paper towel had the same stupid yeah. look on their face. And that look was, yeah, I'm going to wipe my ass with this. <laughs> Damn, dude. Gonna be a lot of plugged toilets. For real. Invest in plumbers now. Hmm. That was a good time to get a good plunger. True. Oh dude, we got a good plunger here. I shit you not, this thing is like industrial strength. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I think... Yellow handle? No. Oh. I think uh Missy's friend Jake got it for her for her apartment when she had it. This thing's got two handles. Because Missy needs it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, dude, it is it is fierce. It's literally like a one and like you're done. <laughs> Sorry, what was that noise again? <laughs> I don't know if I could do it again, but <laughs> you heard it. You can go back and listen to it. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 scary, but I think we are taking the proper precautions as a as a country. Um, I know actually starting tonight at midnight, there's no more flights to, uh, Europe. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. I thought there was just no flights coming from Europe. Uh, both unless you're, well, if you're a U.S. citizen, you can still come back and you will be like tested and everything. You know, Caitlin and Tyler were going to go to Spain. Really? Yeah. They had it. It was like, I want to say they were leaving this weekend or even like yesterday or something really yeah and they just said screw that like yeah that's absurd would you even have fun if you went on vacation right now i don't think so like to a foreign country i don't think so well get to go like imagine if you were like an italian joe blow right who was coming over here to america right now to i don't know you're gonna go to new york city right like i walk around like everywhere right now laughing because of like the hysteria it's funny to watch this weird panic that's set in right but like if you're in a foreign place and you're watching a foreign culture go through that panic right like that's got to be pretty interesting yeah you know it's like if you and me went to italy and we watched whatever they're going through right you know well that's (laughs) like you're experiencing a different culture in a state of fear for real it's actually funny i don't know if i should tell this I will. I don't care. Um, my brother, I think it's one of his former co-workers um, that is in Italy right now. Oh, shit. And supposedly she's kind of a, she's kind of ghetto, <laughs> but it's just living it up. She's gangster. 
She's gangster. But she's just living it up. Like, she's going through all these different chapels and seeing these fountains and these squares. Oh, and no like shit. All this stuff. And it's just like, what up? Like, it's just me. Like, and it's literally oh, just because her. the <laughs> yeah. streets are so empty. Yeah. Like, nobody oh. is out and about doing anything. And she's just having the time of her life. Like, I'm at the Coliseum. <laughs> like, check it out. I stand corrected then. Maybe that would be a blast. No lines at Disneyland right now. Disneyland's closed. Yeah, I know. Disney World's closed. (laughs) And that's, yeah, I feel bad. There's a a lady that I work with who was going to surprise her daughter for her birthday and take her to Disney Disney World. And unfortunately, those plans are crushed. You just got to hop the fence. Oh, and then Mickey comes in six, yeah. (laughs) Sick of Mickey. (laughs) This ain't goofy on you. But I don't know. I I think that I do like the precautions that are being taken. Um, You know, sports being shut down. People were mad about, you know, even the NCAA tournament isn't happening this year. So no basketball. There's no, I think NASCAR is just literally racing without fans. Um, So normal days for them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) I think golf actually they played a tournament, but I think they have since um, postponed any other tournaments and stuff as well. Um, but That's weird because I would feel safer, which I guess it doesn't make sense, in a crowd outside versus like in a crowd in a, in a stadium. Yeah, where you're shoulder to shoulder yeah. screaming and yelling. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Golf, they just clap. Yeah, it's a professional sport. And most, most <laughs> of the time they're wearing gloves. Exactly. So you at least on one hands. hand. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm one hand. Holla, <laughs> Michael Jackson. For real. But no, I was listening to the uh, the radio this morning, and uh, I mean, they even canceled high school sports. And one of the ladies that was that was on there was like, "That's, I understand it, but it was kind of sad." She's just like, "Some for some of these kids, like this is their only opportunity to like compete for for state." Or, like, you know, being, like, that tournament right. and all that sort of stuff. And, like, oh, it's your senior year. Like, this is kind of like your last hoorah. And, you know, a lot of these athletes and people is aren't going to play in college. Well, oh, I mean, I for guess. some people. If you're going like, college sports. And yeah. Like, this you're is kind of. really good. They're glory days. Yeah. For a lot of people. And, I mean, they put in a lot of work just to not be able to compete, which, it stinks. You know, but at the same time, public health is yeah. number one. I mean, come on Absolutely. now. You got to look out for number one. For real. For real. However, I mean, even that, you know, I don't know when it's going to happen that, you know, all of a sudden grocery stores, I mean, they need stock boys, they need cashiers, people who are interacting one on one with people for the whole day. From the day. community. Yeah, that's From true. From the community. Like, if I was a cashier at Pick and Save, hell no am I going to work. Right. Screw that. Touching other people's dirty money. Yeah. Scanning products that they've been walking around the store, coughing on. Right. Yeah. I guess. But Even, like, people handling food or, like, cooks. I don't know if That's what I'm I was gonna thinking about. eat at a restaurant, to be honest with you. Because my roommates eat out a lot, right? Whereas I don't eat out. Right. So I was thinking, like, would right now be a better time to eat out? Right. Like, or how does that affect it? Yeah, are, are food places going to stay open? 
Right. I personally would say no. I don't eat out. Again, look out for number one. Yeah. I would like to open my box of pasta and boil it and well, make sure that you dude, know you're I'm the only the one dream touching right it. now. I saw your pantry. Yeah, we've we do all right. It's cozy. <laughs> we'll last for a little bit. I told you I buy groceries week to week. Yeah. <laughs> so. See, and that's I don't know. Next week I might be feasting here. That's fine. I'm just kidding. We got food for now. For now. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if this indeed does blow over in two, three weeks. Or if it... Yeah, is this just part of our 24-hour news cycle? Right. Or if this truly is kind of the start to like a much more serious outbreak and a much more serious, I don't know, contamination, I guess. I don't know. It's scary. Something that really freaked me out, actually, is something my boss told me. Oh, boy. He's a little little bit of a conspiracy theorist. Holla. Um, however, what he was saying kind of resonated a little bit, as a lot of conspiracy theories do. But he said in times of panic, he always looks to what CEOs of large companies do. There you go. And... This year, since December 31st to January 1st, so many of them have just jumped ship. For instance, Disney CEO, no longer Disney CEO. Kind of left on, like, was a surprise leave. I and Was it a surprise leave? I thought he did something dicey, and he was like, you know what, I'm going to resign. I, I don't know if he did or not. But, I don't know, he said it's been kind of an unprecedented amount of CEOs and some high-profile people leaving their positions and kind kind of getting out of town and kind of disappearing. Um, and, I don't know, it was, it's kind of interesting to, to see and to look at. And it always makes me think of the movie... Um, 2012 i think it's called where like the mayans predicted it was the end of the world oh, we're all familiar with 2012 all of the uh all I've never of the, seen the movie but oh well in the movie all of the like richest of the rich and the most powerful people all have like a special ticket in which they get to be put on these like massive ships they're like noah's ark kind oh, of ships okay. and would like survive the end of the world and would be the ones to like repopulate and restart the world, and I don't know. It it just kind of made me think, um, like maybe that's happening. I where where the money's looking at? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Like, one thing I thought about was, uh, like you're saying, look at CEOs. Well, Tom Hanks has it, you know. Yeah. I, and I I really thought he came out with a really wholesome, like, public address about it. You know, he didn't hide it. He said, hey, found out I'm infected. I'll keep you guys updated. Everybody stay safe. Everybody stay healthy. It was just like, uh, right. it was a nice what's up. But, you know, if in, uh, you know, next week he's posting about how he's cured and he no longer has the coronavirus, well, then I'd be a little suspicious that money played a part in that. But sure. I think for now he's being quarantined just like everybody else. True. And, and then... Uh, the other thing, too, and I, I saw this on Reddit, was somebody was complaining that uh, 
Donald Trump might have it. You know, our president might have it, and that's oh. why we don't have tests. Just some woo-woo bullshit, you know. Yeah. But my first thought was, I guarantee every high-ranking government official has been checked. Oh, yeah. You know, especially somebody like the, the president. president. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if it's Donald Trump. Now, whether or not we're going to know if he has it, definitely won't know. I mean, it's election time, so everything's all about looks and that whole game's going on. True. But, you know, I guarantee the wealthy are are very up-to-date with whatever coronavirus has to offer. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, very true. Very true. And, yeah, even in uh, the president's speech today, uh, somebody asked him that. Like, oh no shit maybe that's why i, I think he was just that. down in brazil or something like that and uh, yeah you, one of the reporters was just like yeah there's a picture with uh one of the officials down there who has tested positive um and you're in that picture like standing next to him or whatever and donald trump was just like well i really don't know who that is like i take thousands of pictures every day blah 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 doing his donald trump thing um, and he said, you know, really the only person that I had contact with down there was Brazil's president and had extended, you know, conversations with him and was in the same room with him. And Brazil's president tested negative for coronavirus. He's already been tested. And I don't know if Donald Trump has been tested or not. I, I would assume he has, but he's just like, yeah, 100%, I, I do not have it. Like. <laughs> He pretty much came out and flat and said it. Donald Trump's been tested, and he's got a pill up his butt that is telling him his body temperature right now or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) They're making sure he doesn't go hypothermic, too. For real. Why? I don't know. For real. But I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's something. For me, it's interesting to watch because it's, I feel like this is uh, the first event that's occurring globally. Yeah. You know, like, I would have thought it would have been climate change, you know, that would have affected the world as a whole, which, I mean, technically it is, but there's still all the debates about whether or not it is real, you know. Sure. But uh, this one seems to be the one where everybody is kind of talking about it. It's on everybody's radar, you know. Um, And that's that's what's interesting to me because – like uh, H1N1, swine flu, bird flu, all the other ones. Never have I heard the word quarantine used unless it was in a zombie movie. You know right. what I mean? Right. Uh, that's what's really interesting to me is it's it's it feels real, you know? This one feels real. And that's something that I think you've asked me before is at what point do you really start panicking? Right. It's uh, when when... When does mass hysteria kick in? What's what's the yeah? What's the what would be the gun ho thing? And you know, for me, I I said it's uh, if you go to the grocery store and there's no food on the shelf for an instant like this, that's when I would think that my neighbor. That's when the looting will start, if you will. Yeah. You know? But then again, it couldn't. We don't know. We don't know. That's kind of why it's mass hysteria. That's why it's panic. It happens suddenly. Right. And you know, like. When I was at Walmart, I had the fucking, uh, it, it was almost like it was the holiday season and everybody was last minute Christmas shopping or Black Friday, mm-hmm. but people looked fucking crazy <laughs> pushing <laughs> carts of like 
40 tombstone pizzas around <laughs> and like paper towel, you know, like it just really weird. I, I saw the, the, and I don't know, I, I said this to you when I first got here, but the, the couple bickering in the baby food aisle, you yeah. know, about formulas and, and yelling, you know, we need to get all that we can afford right now because we don't know, you know, and that's like, that's their own version of panic. Yeah. You know, you and me are chilling in your office right now talking, Yeah. but <laughs> somewhere out there, like I said, there's Debbie hoarding toilet paper in her living room, you know, or right. that couple that's freaking out about baby food. So I, I don't know that that's, that's individual panic, right? you know, but when, when does the mass panic start? I don't know, man. Yeah. And what's it going to take? You know, uh, uh, a buddy of mine was saying he, he was talking to a guy at his work, um, and he was saying that martial law should be enforced. And I was like, dude, martial you want to, yeah, you want to freak oh, some people fuck, out? Man. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You should go look I that shit up first. I don't think we're there yet. No. God, no. Hell no. I never want to live <laughs> in a time where martial law is enforced. Right. Absolutely like, hey, not. What kind of nut job are you to say that should occur? I'm going out blazing if that <laughs> <laughs> Danny's getting real. I'm getting real. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And that's a. Uh, I saw something on Reddit this morning. Actually, there's a, a quote actually from the movie uh, Men in Black, and it was Tommy Lee Jones who said. Uh, a person is smart, but people are stupid. Oh, yeah. Weirdly enough, yeah, it comes from Men in Black. And then he goes on to say, like, everybody's oblivious in groups and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, That's it really actually kind of resonated. It was just like, yeah, you know, you and me sitting here, I feel like we're smart. Hopefully we're smart and we're not freaking out or buying up a, a pick and save right now. No, no, no. But people... And by people, it's just the masses that are watching the news 24-7. I'm sure if I flipped on the TV right now, there'd be something coronavirus ticker going on yeah. or whatever, special reports coming in. And the people who follow that and, you know, see what everybody else is doing, and it is that kind of mentality of a group, are dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, mob mentality. Yeah. I don't know. I think we've all been to uh, concerts or even just Summerfest, yeah. and you, you fall into that mob mentality. Even if, you know, that can be, I don't know, I guess it has a negative connotation, but, uh, you know, you could you could be a happy mob. could be a happy you could mob. You could be a good time having mob. But, True. yeah, people fall into those vibes. Yeah. And, yeah, I like that. Person is smart. People are dumb. Mm-hmm. Yo, the Wild Game Feast. Yeah, next weekend. Xnade. Xnade. I think. I think they're talking about it right now. So. I was actually thinking about that today. My mom lie. had said something yesterday morning, I guess, like joking, and uh, my dad called me. He was like, "Your mom jinxed it. They're talking about canceling the Dang. the Wild Game Feast." So hold your money. But yeah. I think that might be more so just because they don't know how many people will turn out, you know. Right. So if they're not going to get their you money's worth. 12 people there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not going to raise, like they did last year, $180,000. They made $180,000? Yeah, bro. Holy shit. Yeah. Good for them. All the sales, the the food, everything, tickets. 
Dang. Right? Good for them. Yeah, it's their it's their highest uh and and a lot of that they go to uh they send to charity, so it's kind of yeah. cool that they do that. I think they they I want to say they support uh obviously like land conservation. Yeah. And uh they sent it to a uh children's damn, I wish I knew the name of the charity now. But they donated like 60 grand to a uh, a children's wow. hunger charity. Wow. So Kind of cool, man. That's really cool. So yeah, if twelve people show much. up, guess Holy what? Shit. Those twelve people aren't going to be packing that much cash, right? So right. Dang, I want to be one of those twelve. <laughs> when all the all the raffles. You know what though? Yeah, <laughs> if it's going on, I'm going. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we're all going to go home with something good from the raffle that year. For real, this year. Dang, yeah. I was actually thinking about that today. I was just like, oh yeah, I need to. Give Tyler money for those tickets. I was going to stop at the bank. And then, yeah, I thought about it. I was just like, I actually wonder if it's going to stay on or if they are going to call it off. Because, I mean, I don't know how many people go through there throughout the day. Yeah. It's a good, I mean, I would assume probably close to a thousand. I can't remember what they had last year, but they had a lot. I don't think it was a thousand. I mean, it might have been a. It's that place was that, packed, yeah. man. It's hosted at Bubs in in Germantown. That place is huge, and it's shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. yeah, I mean they have the whole concert venue and the main hall, and then that side room, which is like a banquet hall. That was packed as well. Yeah, you know what? That is a oddly enough, that's a pretty big bar. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I guess probably about a thousand throughout the course of the night. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to ask. I can get you a real number on that, but I'd be curious. Hang on to I your money be. until the the day of. We'll just say that, you know. That works for me. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully it goes on. I don't know. I'd be. I just want to eat some awesome food, dude. <laughs> really is what I'm looking forward to. Fifty pounds of elk. That's what I'm really looking forward to. You got to. that going, and I think that's not even all of it, man. Those little pheasant poppers. Those are so good. Mm-hmm. I want to go pheasant hunting again. I know you and I were talking about that a little while ago. Um, and I had gone with uh, our buddy Max Budiak years ago, and Gary Hackney, for that matter. Um, now married Hackney. Not yet. Oh, not that yet. wedding didn't happen? Nope. Oh. They're getting married in May, and they actually just sent something out saying, like, hey... Oh, yeah, oofta. Because they were having a, a destination wedding um, down in Mexico. And, uh, yeah, they're, like, making sure that people have travel insurance and, like, all that in case they need to postpone it. Um, right. Or, you know, move it to a different date or, you know, what do whatever. What travel insurance it. do? I'm ignorant. You get Is your it? money back. Oh, just cover, okay, so cover the cost of your flight and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. And wherever you're staying? Okay. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, for instance, I could buy a, a ticket to Switzerland today yeah. for December 20th of this year. And come December 20th, whoa, all of a sudden, you know, Switzerland is in war. Yeah, something <laughs> crazy something is crazy's going, going, on. going on. It's just like, oh, I'm not out, you know, a few thousand dollars. I well, it's a good thing they didn't invite back. me to their wedding because 
I'm too cheap for the travel insurance. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, nah, nothing's going to happen, man. Yeah, I'm going to guard this. I'm going to a wedding. I'm going to have a great time in Mexico. <laughs> Boom. <real>. Pandemic. Seriously. Hey. <laughs> Seriously. So we'll see what happens with that. I mean, I hope the best for them. And, like, I don't know what they're going to do if that doesn't go through. But, yeah, that's a lot of planning. And I'm sure Kelly's freaking out. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Poor Kelly, man. Her, her big day is, yeah, might be postponed. Um, But, yeah, that's the only thing that's kind of freaking me out as well is I'm not sure how safe it is to travel within the United States even, or at least, like, get on a plane. I personally wouldn't do it. I mean, why would you? You're just, now you're tempting fate there. Right. Dude, I feel gross on planes as is. As much as I love traveling... Right. I And I even like being on planes, but that's like you're breathing that same air. You know, you got all those nasty smells from just random people. True. Ugh. True. There's something about that. Yeah. I. It's a gross I w- thing. I, I get just... uncomfortable germ-wise doing that, you know, yeah. regularly. However, you can get to Florida 50 bucks round trip. <laughs> Dude. What are you doing this so weekend? Sad. <laughs> you can go to Florida real quick. For real. Grab some lunch, come back. <laughs> Get a day trip, round trip. Dude, now might be the best time to travel. <laughs> That's the other thing. It's just like, you know what? You could it's kinda, just the flu. You could kind of hedge your bets and I don't know. For me, I just think the worst part would be traveling and then getting stuck somewhere. That would be. You know what yeah. the fuck happens then? Right. Can't expect your work to shell out money. No. Just because you decided to take your vacation. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure either. It's weird times we're living in right now. I think right now is kind of the the cusp of it as well. I feel like there's going to be some sort of breaking point in the next week or two in which it's either going to get real bad real quick or it's just gonna kind of dissipate the feather off and and just be all right but a sports star is gonna kneel for a flag or someone's gonna use the wrong bathroom right and then we'll be on that right exactly a volcano will erupt somewhere oh god i hope not mount st helens erupts we're all screwed at least australia is <laughs> not on fire not anymore they just have the virus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's actually where Tom Hanks got it. Yeah. Was in Australia. He's down there yeah. shooting a movie. Which is crazy. Note to self, never travel with Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many movies he's been in where things have gotten pretty, uh, I've gone pretty awry. <laughs> With Survivor and even, uh, what is that one movie, Captain Phillips? Captain Phillips, Castaway. Castaway, whatever, when he was the airline. I mean, I guess Forrest Gump was a little, I don't know, that's like bittersweet. Yeah. I mean, he went to war and his whole platoon kind of didn't make it, except for Lieutenant Dan. But he's rich. He started Bubba Gump Shrimp, all right? He did. But he, he never sure knew did. his kid. He did not. 
the moral of the story is Jenny was a rapist. Jenny. <laughs> For real. That is actually one of my favorite movies of all time. Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's a classic. Yeah. Come on now. I love movies that it's a lot of... It's almost like a lot of short stories in one. Sure. Yeah, cool. like a, a memoir, kind of. Yeah. I like movies like that, and I also like movies that it's a lot of stories that all take place on the same timeline that you don't know how they all connect until they all connect. Yeah. And Snatch is one of those where it's like the same story and the characters of the main people are like passing by each other and finally it all kind of like comes to a crux. It's a jewel movie or a jewel heist movie. Yeah. 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 Or even, yeah, the Oceans movies as well are kind of like that. They show like little bits and pieces and yeah. Yeah, but the only good Oceans movie is Oceans 11. True. That is true. It was like 12, they tried, and then 13, I was like, what am I watching? True. And then they got the... The one with all the women. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, but... Me and Missy saw it. It was... It was alright. Just putting... Trying to rekindle something. Yeah. Yeah. It was alright. But... I don't know. It's Where hard to... Missy? She said, she said Culver's. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hungry, dude. <laughs> she just asked if you wanted ice cream. Do you want ice cream? I do not want ice cream. <laughs> Mark it here first. This is the first time I've ever heard Tyler say he does not want ice cream. But yeah, let's wrap this thing up. I got to pee. Um, yeah, if you're still listening, thank you all. Um, be safe out there. Take your Flintstones vitamins. Uh, don't cough on people. Stop licking windows. You know what to do. Come talk to Danny. Come he's, talk uh, to me. He's a great guy. He's got a uh, well-stocked fridge. Sure do. A lot of food here. Lots of food. And the best double-ply toilet paper you'll ever wipe your ass with. Bunch of restroom tickets. Um, yeah. Check us out on Instagram. Um, I'll be posting this episode on my personal Facebook um i'll link the instagram youtube i'll try and figure that thing out again uh i think my computer took about like a good hour to render a video just because it was two hours long dude (laughs) wasn't used to that type of work but i was uh, amazed because i stayed up and then i saw that that first one was up already i was like holy shit yeah yeah danny's putting in work guys putting in work i'll probably upload this one tomorrow morning um try and capture a bigger audience (laughs) um otherwise if you guys want uh you can actually give us a call um 414-375-9446 um there's a voicemail box set up through google voice um if you have any questions or topics you would like to see discussed or hear discussed um give it a ring leave it a message you might just be featured in the podcast um if if you do want that to happen we'll we'll play your message over the air and yeah kind of have fun with it so we'll see what happens with that but thank you guys uh thanks for listening we'll see you next time peace peace